0: Insert disc 2.
1: So Chad, PC just all that stuff. Tell me about plus it's a PC. Your uh your your earliest BBS experience.
2: Earliest? Yeah. With a 300 baud modem? Yes. On This I is not I how even, this I don't should even go. Remember. This What <laughs> on the phone lines
3: and with me dialing <laughs> on the computer? <laughs> <laughs> Words and numbers digitally transmitted? (laughs) (laughs) That's Q&A. Alright, let's...
2: Brent. (laughs) Okay, TRS-80, color computer, 300 baud, external modem, and... They only offered like some sort of a Dow Jones interface, and I think <laughs> that, it was CompuServe. You
3: had a modem IB, didn't you? <clears throat> was it a manual? We fl- had to flip uh, it. Yeah, I had the same exact modem. It was either that or the ones with the cups.
1: Three hundred. Yeah, I I had some of those, but I never used them. What? Why did they have modems that were like the acoustic coupler, and why? Why were some not? Well, the modem IB
3: was actually an advance from the acoustic coupler in that. Uh, you did not have the phone's physical speaker s- making the noise for the data. It actually just had the phone line hooked into the modem itself, so they were advanced. The uh, switch on them were, was literally to, you, the way they worked is you would take your phone, you would dial up to BBS, and you would hold it up, and you'd hear it go, bee, bee, and when that tone hit, you'd flip the switch, and then the modem would take over, and you could hang up your receiver.
1: That's how they worked. So the the modems you guys had were just in a more advanced version of the acoustic coupler modem. Well, very all modems. I wouldn't, modems are, I wouldn't yeah.
2: exactly call it advanced to start with. Well, they were better early. than the
3: acoustic. Is what I'm saying. Did you ever use one of those acoustics? They, for example, you would call BBS, and a lot of times BBS would be down. And so you're, if you didn't have that kind of modem, when so <laughs> if you had an acoustic, someone would be like Isabel, and they'd be like beep beep, they'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Who the hell is this? Beep beep, <laughs> what? yeah <laughs> sucker up <laughs> at least on the modem i-b you could wait till you hear the dial tone and then you perp,
1: flip that switch and it would it would fire up mm-hmm. so what did you tell me about your first um your first uh bbs username oh
2: that was so long ago uh shadow master Sa- where did that come from Honestly, I couldn't tell you at this point. That was so long ago, but I, I thought it was pretty cool, and it, it didn't last very long thanks to uh, certain individuals on, well, what what later on BBSs became uh, called Slam Boards. Mm, what's a Slam Board? Well, basically on a BBS, there would be, the users would get on and talk stuff, and there there were, it, it got to the point where there were certain, I guess like forums or message boards that would be set aside just so people could slander on each other, crack jokes, hassle each other. And it was it was all intentional. I mean, it was all fun. But needless to say, Shadow Master got kind of twisted in very uh uninspiring ways. And so could you no longer on,
1: on this? I mean, this is this is for all you guys because I, I don't know anything about BBSs. Could you switch your username in, just as is well, to whenever you want? Could you have multiple usernames? You on a BBS, you could. I don't remember how. I don't
2: you, think you, you could,
3: could not you switch could, your name. No, you could you could sign on with a different name. You right.
2: have to. You'd have to set up a new. It'd account. be a new
3: account.
1: So yeah. what prevented people from just making like troll accounts? Tone, really? Tons
3: of people, yeah, account. of people did. Yeah, a lot of people
2: did, including myself.
1: So did him. I never did, but I never
3: used them that much. Didn't have to because we had a rep, right? Pretty much. Oh yeah. Those, those flame boards became popular because they were just sort of amusing. It wasn't as mean spirited in those days as it's gotten now. Like no one was swatting each other or setting people, people's houses on well, fire. Well, Aaron
1: was telling me about an incident at the Huntington Mall where you saw there was like an altercation between you and like Moon Dog. No, it or... wasn't at the, wasn't at the no. mall. It was, but it was. No, they—it they, was him and his arch rival. Tell
3: him about not, moon. Not, tell him about Moonpuff.
2: Not an arch rival. Your arch just, nemesis, just, just basically a punk.
3: <laughs> but you guys had a throwdown, right? You we remember you were going down. to have beat him up. I remember you driving
2: out there. Do you remember the incident? No, but I do remember TP in his house just cause. That that was interesting. That's
0: not an incident. So I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do to
1: everybody, right? I mean, I TP'd a couple houses on my way here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: He drive by, you go, man. There's no TP in that tree. There you go. <laughs> now, do you remember why you and why you had such a disdain for moon pup?
2: He was stuck up. Oh, really?
3: Well, you you him notches? I don't. I never you had a problem the with guy. the. I never had a problem with the pup. He was. We were always
2: good. He was just too. I, I don't. I, I don't know the best word to describe it. Just too narcissistic. <sighs> he would occasionally yeah. drop the hammer on you. I didn't
3: remember that. He was a pretty cunning linguist.
2: Yeah, cunning linguist. Come on,
3: Chad. I have
0: a
2: shocking they, they reveal. Would've...
3: I am
1: moonpunk. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, you were doing this when you were like four. That's right.
1: <laughs> so, Brent, were you, were you part of that scene at all, or were you too too young to really be? You know?
3: uh, I didn't.
0: I didn't get into it like that as much as just play trade wars, uh, download incredibly low grade pornography, uh, anti porn. Yeah, well, higher grade than that. Yeah, we someday.
2: had, we had a porn. That's <laughs> it. We had ANSI porn. Uh,
3: oh, Man, <laughs> remember that printer porn? <laughs> uh, that was that was uh, that was lower than ANSI. It was just all printer characters in a ironic. But I tell you,
2: nothing was nothing was as classy as that dot matrix porn. Dude. That's right, man. i have got I've And you got... can highlight with just go over it, like do it in bold and highlight the the. The, the, the special areas, you know. See, I'm already,
3: I'm already regretting saying anything now. I, I've got this awesome uh, dot matrix print of the Star Trek Enterprise, but the printer got stuck towards the end, and so the end of the Enterprise is a little, is a little short. You know, you
1: know no. like, Star Wars born. Do you, no. uh, do you still have that? I've
3: like start somewhere. Trek I think I kept out. it, yeah.
1: I need that.
2: We need, we, you need to bring it I know it where it's at
1: now think about it. I don't know exactly
3: where it's at. It's in my uh, role-playing book at the house. So, yeah. Is that with
2: the horror picture, too? I don't
3: have that. I don't have any horror picture. I thought you did. No. No. I don't have any... I don't have... I, don't, I didn't put out a bunch of dot matrix porn, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest oh with God. you, it didn't do it for me.
0: <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> but I, I played mostly games. The thing with the <clears throat> games were... <laughs> but ironically... Like cell phone games today, you take so many turns, and then you're done. You have to wait until the next day, and uh, of course, you, the thing to do is log in right before midnight, take your turns, log in directly after midnight, take your turns again, so you can kind of get a leg up on people. Because it was all a big uh, online world, really. But, do you, do you come up with the trick...
2: But back in those days, um, one one problem with that was when you were dialing in, it was obviously using a modem. It was on a phone line, just a standard phone line. So if somebody else was on, it was busy. So it's not like you just, it's it's not like instant on with the phone. Oh, no.
3: I've got not. a question for you, Chad. Have you ever purposely had the operator break into another guy's line you knew was on the BBS so you could get on? Yes <laughs> or no?
2: <laughs> no, I've never done You've anything d- tell, like
3: Tell that. the truth. Have you done it? No. Okay, say one I never... word to do something like that, how would you do it? You call the operator, tell him it's an emergency, you need to break into the line. Oh, wow.
2: That sounds
3: borderline that... federally illegal.
2: <laughs> and quite unethical, which is something I would never have done. Yeah, he did that. Something else you can do if you were
3: particularly cagey, and this is only on a couple boards that this will work. We used to play this game called Solar Realms Elite. Yes. You that? If you logged onto the board precisely at midnight, you would get an extra turn. And so I used to camp that out every night. And when I couldn't get on, I was furious. He's right; those boards almost all only had one line, and so that was one of the downfalls. I mean, if you were really Jones in the BBS, that's why you had to have a big book of numbers so you could well wouldn't get bored. I mean, I, I don't think I logged
0: into many outside of P eighty and P eighty was multiple lines. P eighty. What were you doing
3: on there? That was a pay board. Uh, yeah. You were paying for that. Somebody was. What. Well, <laughs> What, are you some kind of world-class hacker? No, hiker? I just use whatever
0: logins you had.
3: <laughs> I wasn't paying for it. <laughs> I, oh,
0: I, I never used P80. Oop, it was, it, there's get me I guarantee
3: you were on P80. <laughs>
0: I mean, I was, I was on, on there, P80. but
3: I didn't. You, I couldn't get anything because you had to pay to use their downloads, their expansive pirated download section.
2: I,
0: I No, I don't think ever, at that time, I don't think I did any pirating. Like I said, I just played games on the You know
3: what people. I liked was, uh, back in the day, on BBS, is they had these great download sections full of, like how to build bombs, how to make poisons, how to kill people, how to blow up stuff, how to uh, uh, make guns out of stuff, how to make chemicals, how to make your own drugs, everything, Anarchist Cookbook, Anarchist Cookbook 2, phone freaking, and this this was like the treasure trove of awesome stuff, and I remember getting as much of this stuff as I could, we'd even try some of it out. And it was awesome, and that was it, you felt like you're going to the really dangerous and cool. So tell me about one of the things that you did. Okay, uh, me and my buddy Jerry got the anarchist cookbook, and there's a thing there about having a delayed fuse explosion. Mm. Right, and Is what, this what's the tennis balls and the match heads. No, thing? Oh, okay, that was something. Sub- I mean, I'm sure that's. that's uh, did you get the idea from one of those on BBS things, or did you come up with that one? Yeah, mm. what did I tell you? <laughs> no, you take you take a. We had a firecracker. Oh, this we ran the fuse up to a cigarette. I okay. lit the cigarette. My buddy smoked it a few times. And then you sat on this girl's doorstep on an early Sunday morning. And we wanted to have it blow up. And then we just... This is how pathetic we were. Then, of course, that wasn't good enough. We had to drive around and wait until it went off. And so Innocently. We were, we were right in front of the house and it blew up. And I was like, "Oh, girl, we hit the gas, and drove, drove off." And we were like, "High five, And it
0: worked, you know. So essentially, you could have done the same thing by throwing a normal firecracker out your window. Absolutely. All right. What? Well, at least you used it to its fullest. It did work. And another time, and again, well, yes, fire does burn, and thus setting off other fire.
3: And it, this is a different era we're talking about. Okay. Oh, so yeah. this is before all the terrorism stuff. So this stuff was not as bad. But we made a pipe bomb. And, and no, it,
2: explosions weren't as bad. Right, and we, as
3: took a pi- we took a pipe.
2: They were smaller.
3: Like a pipe. And we packed <laughs> it full of, uh, I can't remember if they put thumbtacks in it. I don't know what all they, I didn't oh have, my I, gosh. I was only involved this, in actually This was food.
2: not me. Yeah, this was yeah, me, me and my either. buddy Rich,
3: and uh, a couple other guys we knew. And we had to make the explosive <laughs> stuff. Use it. I can't remember how, well, how we did it. But we made the explosive, and we put this pipe on right beside my buddy Rich's garage. He had Why ex- did you fill it with thumbtacks? Because that's what was in the instructions. To make shrapnel. Yeah, but we wanted to see what kind of damage it would do, okay, okay. and so we stuck this sucker in the ground beside my buddy's garage. And it, I mean, when I say beside, I mean like in the field beside it, right? And took off, you know, and a couple false starts, and finally they had it okay, we got it this time. And uh, that thing blew up so loud you could hear it everywhere, which is a huge explosion. And, and this is back when the police department was right down beside the fire department downtown, so I'm sure they heard this thing. And the sh- it blew shrapnel chunks into my buddy's garage that are still there. And this has been decades ago. You can, I can, st- I can still see the exact point where they entered, and it was deadly. If you'd been around this thing, it, would have killed you. It blew a big crater in the ground. Man, it was a great day. To, to you know, you kids. Know, by the way, don't try this at home. And then well, many a scam. Me this, this, this was
2: done by unseasoned non professional That's true.
3: And one, a scam me and Chudley pulled. Remember the, remember the tinfoil scam? The dollar
2: bill. That I do remember and will we'll take credit. It about. worked one time. It never worked <laughs> Worked one time. It I think the last none. time, what did it do? Take they take took the, the money. You know, they took the thing, yeah. Which I'm sure when they emptied the machine, they were like, what the heck? Oh, they knew. <laughs> now,
0: I actually, <laughs> since you brought that up, I actually remember reading something off of an early BBS. If you recall the tray change machine. Yes. where Where you, you would lay it in the tray and push the tray into the machine yeah. and you'd get your quarters. I recall you could cut a slit into the dollar bill where the little arm pushed the tray, pushed the dollar bill from the tray into the machine. So it would read your dollar bill... And then the little arm would try to push the money in, but it couldn't
3: because it would go through the slit, and you'd get your money back and the. Now change. see, I read that same file, but the, as I remember it, it was the slide-in dollar bill, not the not the not the tray, the one where you slip the the bill in sideways, and you took a corner out like a pyramid, and it would it would go in so far, and it would register that you put in a dollar, but then it would at the last second it would eject it. I never got that to work. No, I never got mine to work either, but it's funny the things you remember. because yeah. I, I don't remember even where I got that from, and I'm sure it was off of. Some I still of have crap. some phone freaking magazine printouts at the house that we printed at Rich's on his C64. That's how I mean, I kept everything that I could, you know, that I could. Uh, and course, I love un- that stuff.
2: Of course, unfortunately, since uh, probably nobody has a landline anymore, it's about useless. Tell them about your BBS. Did you I run your know. own BBS? Just. For myself, oh, just a catalog. What files. was it called? I don't even remember. That was. Did it ever have a name? Not. Chad, when he put this thing up. Not really. I was using it to just catalog my tell own Tell him what file your plan collection. was back
3: in those days.
2: Because it felt it felt like
3: it was doable. Tell him what it was. Mm, it wasn't really doable. He was going to download the everything that was available. Everything. And he had a
2: a lot. I, I had a chunk. I, I had an old PsyQuest drive, and I was loading stuff up on the cartridges. So what
1: what was your max storage capacity at this time? 40, mm. 40 meg. Wasn't it on the CyQuest cartridges?
2: Well, I it, it could have been unlimited. All I had to do was swap cartridges. Right, but I think it was those cartridges... They, 44. Because I think like, I bought that off you. Those, those no, were
3: I had a tape drive, too. This is a tape drive. This, <laughs> this, is, a, this, this is, is a cartridge a drive. Oh. removable cartridge hard drive. Because I remember... It wasn't what, a donkey
0: drive. Back in the day, when you ran out of space on the old hard drive to get more pirated stuff, you would you had to do something, and because there was, it was it's, it's certainly not like today where if you get over something or you don't want it anymore, you just delete it because you know you can always get it later. That didn't happen because
3: it took ages. Seven uh, 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 it took an hour to get one point four four megs off of a 24... See, what was that? that 24, 2400 baud. It'd be about an hour to get 1.44 yeah. megs. So, what you would, you'd have to have some kind of storage device. I remember the first storage device I had
0: was a 40 meg tape drive. And then after that, way down... This is way, way down the line. Uh, I was... The first one I knew to have a CD burner. Yeah, I was there when you bought it, and, and those, I still have
3: some of the discs that we burned.
0: Those discs were—they were four bucks a pop, and they <laughs> failed like you would
3: never believe. When you made a coaster, you felt it. Oh and gosh! The, and when it died right before the end, you kept the disc. This will probably work. And put i got it, it. Never worked. And those discs—I've still got some of the original discs we burned. I believe it, and they're not good. They they did not last. Oh forever. no, yeah, optical media will last for a new one. Yeah, that magnetic media rots real bad. So yeah, well
2: they they came up with the newer technology, like for for audio, for example, with CDs. The the CDs over time they would they would get scratches, they'd get imperfections, they'd rust and so forth. But they came up with a newer technology, and it's it's actually made out of vinyl. It's called a record. <laughs> 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 now that those are solid,
0: those now, those will did last we have, forever. Did we have any mass storage for the TRS eighty? Uh, I mean, outside
3: of just no. like tapes? floppy drive, five and a quarter inch floppy.
1: Didn't you say that your somebody brought home maybe it was your mom or somebody brought home one of those huge eight inch floppies? Yep. Yep.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yep. I
1: remember that. Because we couldn't use it, because yeah, we didn't have a drive.
0: Well, that we, big. she didn't
3: bring it home for us to use. It. I think it had her word processing stuff on it. It was from the state college. I never used one of those eight inch drives myself. Did you ever use one of the eights?
2: Now, Chudley here had no, some I, ancient hard bits.
3: drive technology. Tell him about those old MFM's used to have. Those things were sound like a jet engine, and, it, and the heat coming off of it was no, like you're, a you're thinking ship. the
2: SCSI. The MFM's were they were loud. The and they SCSI were heavy. drives I, I did have some small SCSI drives, even built a, an array out of them, but. I'm talking yeah, about they, the, they would, the, the SCSI drives, I had about seven of them. I think total I had about I, I think it was maybe around forty something gigs between them. And they would they would heat heat the room, it would be because they were in their own bedroom. They would heat the room, it'd be about twenty degrees hotter, and it, it sounded like a jet engine took off when you fired it up.
0: Now it cooled
2: the room. Aaron, do you remember the well,
3: I mean, I guess VBSs are technically still around, but do you remember when you stopped using Absolutely. them? Absolutely. Uh, I was in Lexington. It would have been 19... I nine, see, I was living with Rich. 1994. 93, 94, that area. I'd say the last time I called one up was probably... 90... I don't think I ever called one up in the new house, because that's when we got cable installed, so I'd say 90... I, I, I know I was on AOL... At the new house, and it's the only way you could get to the news groups at the time. Uh, so, But we got cable pretty early in the game. So I'd say 90, probably 94, maybe early 95 was the last time I dialed a BBS. And I dialed all the ones in Lexington. In you fact, got a that,
1: cable modem in
2: 1995? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, yeah. And you that one. It me.
3: was in Lexington. It was a little more advanced mm-hmm. than it is around here. Chudley, uh, there's videotape when Chad came down to visit me in 93. And what do we, and if you look in the video, there's us using Telix to log on and start downloading stuff. We were loading up. I mean, how much of, of the time you spent online, I know you mostly play games, but what was the percentage of the time you spent online with a with a modem, what was the percentage you spent downloading software? Of your overall time online? Well, Chad thinks oh, 20, about yeah. that. <clears throat> you I did not
0: play games a lot online. I was a collector. Because it wasn't about playing the games you got. It was about having the games you didn't have.
3: You mean like downloading pirates? In stuff? college,
0: oh my gosh. Well, see, I, I didn't know what you were up to back oh, in those days. Oh my gosh. It, it was it was the kind of thing where you would set your alarm for two in the morning to get back up to make sure things <laughs> are still going. Now, that, I remember doing that too. Yeah. I never done that. I, now, I didn't do news groups, I did MRC. Because yes. you could get stuff through there. Those were a pain. I, I hated using I that. remember. The first time I heard about par files, yeah, I and I I, lo- I I I completely lost it. I remember calling you up or seeing you and and being excited about these par files that would could replace any missing
3: rar that you had. Yeah, those were like magic. When uh, it, was. It was, it like, was it was just like magic. It's like man, this just saved me yes. from another a, a thousand hours of download. And
0: and even when you finish your download let's say you're you're downloading something and it was 80 discs. And you just finished it up and you're excited to play. It didn't matter. You kept getting it until you got all the par files too. Because you knew. Because you be knew SM. something was going to be
3: messed up. Do you uh, know what par files are, Bud? No. Parity files. I still use them today. They are... They will... The way they... I don't know all the techni-
0: technicalities of it, but you, you have... Better. Say you have five files, Right? A PAR file has a little bit of each of those files in it. So one PAR file can replace one zip file or RAR file, which Mm. is what we use exclusively. And it didn't matter which one you were missing you missing one missing three missing number 5 it doesn't matter it it had enough information stored in it to completely replace that file so you could still uncompress everything so it's sort
1: of like a reverse raid setup it's, a pair. it's exactly it's a, it's, it's a what mini, it is it's a mini raid it's exactly it's what it is file. That's what the it, it, it's for.
2: basically a raid like basically say you have a couple couple different files just like you have a couple different disks in a raid array it'll it'll look at the values in each of those files and then compute a total across those if you're missing a piece, then it can say, "Okay, here's the total, and here's the two that we have. What would this third piece be that's not there?" And it would. Oh, be. that's neat. Yeah, and that uh, that, that it's it's revolutionized the same way, you, the same you, way it does with
3: when you were grade. downloading software, especially when you're downloading big stuff. <clears> man, I remember that sound Telex made when a download fell You didn't want to hear that. You want to hear, do 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 the happy sound. do 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 That's the bad sound.
2: Well, before Z modem, it was bad.
3: Yeah, Z, Z modem,
2: you could resume, but X you, modem, Do you know what, what that stuff
3: is? In the old days, you had different protocols you could use to, in, in which to connect to the other computer to download the files. And at first, it was X modem, and then you had Y modem, and eventually they had Z modem. And not every BBS would support all the protocols, so they would give you a choice. What do you want? X, Y, Z. And you'd pick, and if you had Z, you'd pick it. And the the reason you'd pick it's because they had CRC checks and stuff that made it was more reliable. Right. And also, you could resume. Resume. Like yeah, you, could get you could resume. Get disconnected,
2: you could log back in, it would start where it left and off. And that was huge. If yes. you had X modem and you had downloaded almost finished the file and it is some somehow it stopped, you'd have to start oh, all man. over. It was brutal. Dude. And
0: downloading back in the. In the baud rate days was, I mean,
3: talk about watching paint dry. It was painfully <laughs> slow. Like, you didn't download anything the 300 baud days unless you were out of your mind. Text. It text. That was it. 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 it was and maybe easier, a picture.
2: It was easier back in those days to trade software in person or through the mail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the phone really,
3: up to, I'd say, 2,400 baud, but anything below that... It, it was. It. I mean, I did it, and I know you did it too, and you probably did it
1: too. But it was slow as hell. So, hard. what is the like? 300 baud is like 8 bit machines. I mean, are do these do these baud rate numbers have It's all about speed. It, it, bits per second. So, I mean, but I mean, like, say you had a C64. What was the fastest modem available? Probably 14, the, 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 No, the the system doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, you can hook a 288 modem up
3: to it or a 56K modem up to us anything. It's that's irrelevant.
2: The limitation was the phone line.
3: That's that yeah, and and the fifty six k mode. And when those came out, everybody was like, "Ooh, fifty six k." Well, if you knew anything, you're not getting fifty six k. That's sort of an artificial number. You may get forty eight eight, right? You may get fifty, but it those things get kind of flaky and then Theoretical. well then you're at the mercy of the phone lines themselves the actual structure of the phone lines and how well they're put together and how well they're connected
2: and and working basically what the uh, what the modem what modem stands for is modulator demodulator what you're doing you're taking a, a signal that the computer understands you're breaking it down into tones that can be broadcast over over a landline, over the phone, and then the modem at the other end does the opposite to to basically rebuild the signal so the other computer can understand it. Now, the problem with phone lines, <clears throat> obviously, you're going to have some, they're, they're not 100%. I mean, you're not, you don't have good signal quality. I mean, it was analog lines, so you can only, you're limited by your speed.
0: Well, it's Which like now it's
2: all digital. It's like
0: it's, shouting one one zero one zero one zero into a yeah. f- into your phone, and sometimes it comes out one one zero zero one, and then you're right. dead. <laughs> you're dead. But
3: to piranha heard mm. yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: But uh, uh, back to BBS's man, talk about off track. <laughs> right, there's,
3: there, there is no there is no road. Uh,
0: I the last time I connected to a BBS was. When we got Earthlink. Do you remember Earthlink at yes, all? Were you absolutely. still around with Earthlink? Earthlink, yes. I had I Earthlink in Lexington Ram briefly, Blank. yeah. And we, we... had Ramlink. We had Ramlink too. But Earthlink was so much better. Yeah. So liked, much liked more I liked reliable. I as well, yeah. Uh, did you ever use AOL? Nope. I mean, I no, I take that back. I did when I needed to get on the internet somewhere and I had one of those hundred free hour discs
1: or whatever, yeah, I would go. I used AOL exclusively at the beginning. The dial up? That was the first uh, ISP that my family, you know, bought into. Yeah, back well, when it was back when it was still, you know, you were charged by the hour and it was like three ninety five an hour or something like that. Um, but that was it was great for me because that was how I discovered Usenet. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was re- really opened up the internet to me.
3: It's funny because after a spell, where people other, there was a time when AOL was the number one provider around. Right, everybody had it, and then a time passed, and then slowly people got onto other services. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they always did was make fun of everyone on AOL, and you <laughs> right. became like AOL was synonymous with loser. And if you had AOL in your email. You were a loser. And it did not matter if that's the only place you could go. It was your mom, whatever. You, this this is the guy you make fun of. And I remember that was something I always thought, that's kind of strange. Because, I mean, almost everyone has been on AOL. You know, but it was, that's the... It's the badge of honor. That the was the first time say. that I thought, man, this internet's going to get kind of nasty. I was, I was like, I would read these chats and be like, man, these people are they're not very nice. And that's the one big difference between the BBSs and the internet. People in the BBSs, even at their worst, at their worst, were never as bad as what I see now. YouTube comments. Well, here's another thing.
2: The BBSs, it was... The community, it was just that. I mean, you called in, it was going to be a local number, because you couldn't afford to call a BBS like in another state. You shouldn't. (laughs) Well, some people did, but it, it wasn't commonplace. So, basically... If if you logged on to a BBS and somebody said something that was distasteful, harsh, something that you didn't like, you could literally go to their house. I mean they'd yeah. be within driving range and beat the crap out of yeah, them.
3: Yeah, I told you a guy came they to my house They, they couldn't and hide the note
2: on my door one time, he was mad. You couldn't hide behind uh you you couldn't hide behind anonymity like you can at this point. Yeah. And we had parties and stuff, but we knew almost
3: everyone. So, I mean, anyone that was a big player... And that, this, I mean, was, it was this at the Captain was No, that was sort of different. That was a it was a copy party. Some of the people were there, but that was mostly... The BBS community, not necessarily... A lot of them didn't do any file stuff. But we we would bowl, or... We went bowling once, and I think, Chad, you remember <sighs> going bowling? and that, we, we had parties at a couple people's houses, and people, like, Chad would have people over all the time, and so would I at the apartment. They'd come over to Huntington. So we knew a lot of them.
2: Also, there there is another thing as far as BBS is. Back in those days, if you had a computer and you had a modem, and could log on, not not to really say this, but you were kind of elitist. You I were mean, not, certainly you not were. everybody had that. And basically, if you knew enough on how to how to get it running and get it going, you I mean, probably you weren't, an you mm-hmm. weren't an idiot. You weren't an idiot. Right. These days, any goof can walk into an AT and T store, sign up for a phone plan, and get on the get internet. on the internet. You yep. know, it's funny. I remember. That's you, remember why it's the you remember Starman
3: Dave? He mm-hmm. he worked for the Corps of Engineers in Huntington, and he told me one thing. He goes, "Man, you're not going to believe what I've gotten access to. I'm like, what do you got? He goes, at the Corps they got this thing called the World Wide Web. I was like, what's that? He goes, you can get on these pages. He goes, I went on a page that was all about Star Trek, and it was great. And I was like, eh. <laughs> it's like it's not going to replace BBS's. This is the bomb. You know, and it, little did I know that that one day, that one sense, I'll never forget it, and then that
1: uh, that almost said that was the death
3: knell of what, what we were doing. And
1: it was, because you know, there really weren't kind of interest, I guess because it was so localized, you didn't have enough of critical mass to really make interest-specific, you know, pages within a BBS. Because you might be the only guy that's into Star Trek. You yeah, know? Well, really,
0: no, I mean, cause geek, geek culture is kind of geek culture right. now and then. But it, it wasn't... Well, like, Star Trek's a bad example of fly fishing or
1: well, something. Well, you like could
3: that. have four, you could have little message base areas for the different topics, and they did. Mm-hmm. And as I think we talked about it before, but they would have FidoNet and stuff so that would actually transfer messages all over the country, all over the world. From Certain certain boards had that. I don't know if we, I, don't, I can't remember off the top of my head that we got on that had it, but uh, and in and Charleston, they had some.
2: I think River Cities.
3: And you could, but it, they would, so you could chat with people all over the place about a topic. But I mean, these were people just talking about. They were just chatting about Star Trek and messages. A, a complete message, not a chat, a message. And it's hard to, to, I think part of it's it's hard to maintain your vigorous anger over the span of days where you're waiting for replies. Oh, he got me. I'm going to get him. but ba 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 send Then you go out and you go time. to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whereas now it's like, you called me what? Well blah 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 blah, blah. It It's real time. I'll kill yeah. you.
2: It, it's not real time these yeah. days. or like back it, then, back then. So, like what do you think? Now. Do you miss it? There's advantages and there's there's disadvantages overall. Um, one one thing with the internet being openly and easily accessible to everybody, whereas back in the past with the BBSs, you you had to be at at least have some sense to be able to, to tie in, so to speak. These days. Anybody can tie into the Internet, and it, it seems like too many people these days rely on the Internet for everything, just completely. I mean, to the point, to the point that they're not using common sense, they're not using their, their actual brain power to think about stuff. I mean, the first thing these days, if you walk up to somebody and they don't know something, the first thing they do is hop on the Internet and get the answer. <laughs> Back in the old days, if you didn't know something, you had to do research, you had to figure it out, it took time, or you had to think about it, or solve or the you problem just lied yourself.
3: You know, I mean, it is, I talked to my buddy at work about this, it's, we live in a world where, in your pocket, you, can, you know everything. And I mean, I remember back in the day, if a song came on and you didn't know the answer, you were screwed. And that's why, if you knew a guy, like I knew Hoes, or Rich, they were the music guys. You'd be like, man, who sang blah, 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 they'd tell you. You know, some other guy might be the comic book guy. You know, and so you had to like deal with other people. It, you didn't have the he answers instantly. You had to socially
2: it. interact with people, and people were more were, were better able, better equipped to do that because you had to interact with other people, or you were just in a void. No, basically, I mean, you're never ever going to go
3: back to that when no. you can have the some knowledge of you know the entirety of humanity in your in your pocket. I mean, it's awe-inspiring. when you. I'm glad we were around when they didn't have it, so we can understand how special it is, because future generations are just going to take it for granted. And they already are. Yeah. When but, I was a little kid, when I, I was about 12,
0: I remember having a conversation with Dad, and it was something to the extent of, if, if there was some, anything that you could just have, what would you have? And I told Dad, I remember this very vividly. I wish I had someone that I could ask a question to and get the answer. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I don't I don't ever want to go back to BBS days. I don't ever want to go back to Dial Up. It's leave it in the past. You can't let idiots of now shield your vision for how impressive and awe-inspiring the internet is. There is so much that you would never have experienced or never have known without the ability to get on the internet and look up and chat. And, I mean, everything from news to current events to recipes. There, I, I don't want to go back. I, it's an amazing technology.
2: Well, there again, also, too, back in the days, back pre-internet, um, knowledge was sacred. I mean, if you learn something, it meant something. But these days, it. it's only it's only two clicks away, and yeah. boom. But,
0: but here's the thing: knowledge should never be something that is to the select few. Now, I understand what you mean with the research, and you go out and research something, you become the master of that. I don't want that. I want to be able to say, I am curious about this particular subject. Spend an hour reading about it, and at least have some idea what I'm talking about. Whereas back in the BBS days, where they, I mean, might have small topics on something, and you never get any close to a full picture. I, I don't miss it at all. Don't miss it at all.
1: All right. Well, Chad, Aaron, Brent, thank you for uh, joining us on this very special edition of insert disc two uh, thank you for sharing your memories of bbs's and your hackery of days gone by uh, we will see you all next time
2: adios night oh night oh night